The RNLI is a, is a volunteer-based institution that is there to save lives at sea. Very simply, that's, that's the job, is people on a daily basis end up in peril on the sea and the RNLI are there to pick up the pieces and to save lives and they do a fantastic job at that. My name's Ben Ainsley, I'm probably best known as a sailor. My, I, I've been very fortunate to have a quite diverse career in sailing, started off with Olympic sailing and then progressing through to the America's Cup and most lastly a competition called Sail GP. We're here in the headquarters for INEOS Britannia, which is our British America's Cup team. We're in Brackley in Northamptonshire, which is also the headquarters for the Mercedes Formula One team. And uh, the reason for that is that Mercedes have come on board. They're a, a technical partner for our INEOS Britannia campaign. Well, sailing is obviously one of those sports that is totally dependent on the weather really whether you're racing or you're cruising uh, or you're just messing around in the, in the harbour uh, still things can change very very quickly as we know with the weather and that's what so often catches people out whether they be amateurs or professionals certainly I'll, I've had plenty of incidents myself um, where the RNLI have, have thankfully come come to my rescue and my my team's rescue but <clears throat> yes the conditions change very quickly and that is what makes serene and peaceful situations suddenly um, becomes extremely dangerous and it happens fast you know that's where you really need top support professional uh, support to to help you out in those moments when things are unraveling fast well there are numerous occasions when the RNLI have really got me out of a lot of trouble I'm trying to think back to a few well I mean first first time was I was only mm, six, seven years old, I was with my family. We had a small cruising boat down in the West Country in Falmouth. And we had a lobster pot caught on the rudder of this boat, which meant we can steer the boat. And we ended up going onto the rocks. And uh, beautiful, my dad's pride and joy. And this beautiful uh, classic uh, uh, yacht got, got smashed up onto the rocks. And the RNLI came around from Falmouth. Falmouth lifeboat came around and helped us out massively and I got the boat off the rocks but unfortunately it sank so it wasn't wasn't a particularly happy ending but everyone was safe at least so that was that was my first interaction with the RNLI and there have been many since I'm trying to think of another one probably another good one was in in Hailing Island Hailing Island inshore lifeboat uh, rescued my very good friend and fellow Olympian Ian Percy and myself we were sailing a boat called a Laser 5000 we managed to capsize this thing on hailing sandbar with very, very shallow water all of a sudden, broke the mast, ripped the mast out of the boat, and we were pretty much stranded. And so the inshore lifeboat came out and rescued us. And much to huge embarrassment, towed us in front of the sailing club, which big event had probably had a couple of hundred people stood on the balcony of the sailing club clapping as we were towed past the club by the RNLI. So um, I think the RNLI boys were very proud, but we were slightly embarrassed. I think this sort of never give up attitude or resilience, I think it's important in, in any walk of life, but certainly when, when it comes to being in, in challenging conditions at sea, which of course the RNLI are you know, on a daily basis, you need to have a bit of grit and determination to, to come through some of those challenges. And 
that's I suppose why one of the reasons why I've always been keen uh, to support the RNLI. I've been very fortunate to to have received their support on many occasions, but also just sharing you know some of those challenges and knowing just how difficult it can be for the teams out there in some of these situations. Um, of course, it, it it feels natural that um, you want to do everything you can to 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 support you know the RNLI and and the, and the teams out there you know across the country and and you know around the world uh, helping helping when they can well it was 20 odd years ago i laid the foundations for the college in down in pool and time wow time has flown but to think of you know thousands of of young youngsters of people coming through um getting you know the experience needed to to go on and and really contribute massively to the RNLI as an organisation and for the organisation to have grown as it has done and have saved so many countless lives. Anyone who's had anything to do with the RNLI is just extremely proud of it as an organisation. So one of my favourite interactions with the RNLI was actually for the Benbridge lifeboat, and it wasn't long after the America's Cup we'd done in 2017. Myself and a few team members we went down to the lifeboat station we were given a fantastic tour and then went on to the lifeboat itself and got launched down the ramp as as well was effectively any way to launch that lifeboat it's quite a sort of precarious spot the Benbridge lifeboat that was a real thrill and then we motored around to the, the local sailing club and did a session with the young sailors down there talking about all sorts of different experiences. Uh, like I said, just come back from the America's Cup, so we talked about that. We talked about youngsters getting into the sport of sailing, and also talked about you know the great work that the RNLI do and safety at sea, and that being an important thing for youngsters to learn those those invaluable skills about you know just how to operate on the water in a safe manner. So yeah, it was a great day out. So next year is a very big year for the RNLI, of course, uh, and also for our team in the America's Cup. So we'll, we'll race the 37th edition of the America's Cup down in Barcelona, starting in the end of August and running through to mid-October. Britain has, believe it or not, never won the America's Cup. It's the oldest international sporting trophy. And it started around the Isle of Wight in 1851. So that, that's our motivation, really, for everyone on the team, is to bring it back to where it started and for the first time to win the America's Cup. The America's Cup in particular is just a massive team sport. Um, if ever there was a, a example of an organisation, a technical organisation, having to come together, uh, you know, it really is that. And I suppose it shares, does share a lot of similar, similarities with Formula One in that respect, that yeah, we have 200 people in our organisation and every single one of those people will contribute in one way or another to the performance of the boat and the outcome, the overall outcome, are we successful or not. When that goes well, it's hugely rewarding. You know, I've been fortunate to have had some, some successes at Olympic level as an individual sports person. And that, don't get me wrong, those were amazing memories and you sort of pat yourself on the back. But when you actually achieve something with a great group of people that you've all dug in together and, and really gone through some hard yards to make it come together to get that ultimate performance, that that's incredibly rewarding, much more rewarding than, than anything you'll do as an individual. So that's really why we do it. That said, we 
inevitably go through some tough times as well. And you know, that's in my experience, that's when you really find out if you've got a strong team, if you've got a good team. And you know, coming back to the RNLI, you know, the, the RNLI is facing adversity on a daily basis, and that's why you have to have such a strong team across the board. You know, not just the the team going out on the boats, but the the everyone involved from the maintenance of the boats to the fundraising to the management of the organisation. Um, all coming together to give the, the 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 team out on the water the support they need to to do their job. So it's fantastic to see. I grew up in Cornwall, and I remember as a kid, you know, you'd go to one of the local pubs down there, and they'd have, of course, a history of the RNLI, and that's largely, you know, where many of the shipwrecks were, you know, 150, 200 years ago, and huge amount of respect for the, for the RNLI uh, so that's sort of been ingrained in me really I suppose since childhood and you know to see where the RNLI started and how it's developed and how the technology has developed you know such a stark contrast between the rowing gigs that they started out in a couple hundred years ago to the amazing craft that the the teams are able to to take to the water in now and the, the organisation has also had to develop and has done a fantastic job of that in not just on the water but off the water as well. And, you know, we talked about the, the college in pool and training the new recruits and, and upskilling ac across the board. So it's been brilliant to see the development of the RNLI in those two, 200 years. And it's an institution which the whole country are in, immensely proud of. You know, you speak to anyone about the RNLI. My my daughter's seven years old, and she is probably the biggest fan of saving lives at sea. So people just love it. I think they're just drawn to it. They understand the danger, the amazing work that the RNLI does, and and are just so proud of that and willing to support in any way they can. Hi, I'm Danielle Obey, Chair and Co-Founder of the Black Swimming Association, BSA, a strategic partner of the RNLI. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.